Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm smiling and laughing because it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I finish on a high note Monday night as the Jets, yes, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 they rally and get the job done in overtime against the Bills, down 13-3 at halftime, no Aaron Rodgers, and they get the job done. This is why I'm glad for the most part I avoid the temptation of live betting because I was seeing a lot of posts out there talking me into betting the bills on the money line, how it was easy money, and even the spread at minus 13 and a half around halftime was a good deal. But uh, the Jets get the job done in the end. I get to cash two tickets on that game. I also had the Bills-Jets first quarter under the nine and a half at the minus 108. First half under cash was again. Still a little partial to that. When in doubt, bet the first half under. But I'm staying the course with the first quarter unders. So I'm happy to cash that ticket. So football worked out for me on Monday night. Major League Baseball. Not so much. I had the Twins and the Rays, first five under the four and a half. Tyler Glasnow was good, not that sharp, but he only gave up one run in the fifth. He got touched up a little bit in the sixth inning, but uh, he did his job. It was Sonny Gray who disappointed me. He gave up two runs in the first four innings, but he labored so much, throwing 89 pitches. The Twinkies had to go to the bullpen in the fifth, and that's when the wheels came off the bus and cost me the under four and a half. North of the border, I had the Rangers and the Blue Jays in the first five, under the four and a half, finishes 3-2 after five innings, so I lose by a half a run, and one of the runs came in on a pitcher disengagement penalty. Oh, not how I like to lose a bet, but I lost that bet in baseball. So 0-2 in baseball, 2-0 in the National Football League. But I ended the day on a high note, so I feel good going into the card Tuesday. Before we get to the card here, some housekeeping real quick. REL70 and CFC GG Cassie and GUNNZILLA19. All three of you, I want to thank you for the five-star review on Apple. It is kind words like that that help me get through the tough times. As most of you know, and most of us have all experienced, Sports gambling can be a roller coaster at times. So I look back to those comments when I'm having a down day, and those help me get through the tough times. So thank you for the kind words, and thank you for the five-star review once again on Apple. This week, I will be off the grid for at least one day of travel. On Thursday, I will be attending a celebration of life for Cheezer, and some of you will remember him. He's the guy that appeared each year on this podcast to discuss the Daytona 500. 
He was one of the most enjoyable people that I've ever been around. Even in the last couple of years as he was going through chemo, he had a very positive attitude and was always a great guy to be around. So that'll cause me to be off the grid for at least one day this week for travel. I may miss two podcasts. We'll find out. I'll try to minimize it best I can. But uh, that's what's going on. I'm not dodging an 0-4 card. Uh, I'm having to travel for some other obligations. So now, Let's get to what we're going to talk about here. I have four plays in Major League Baseball, but I also locked in nine bets in the National Football League. Yes, I already know the home underdogs for this week, and I like some of the lines, so I locked them in as quick as I could. The Atlanta Falcons plus the one and a half against the Green Bay Packers. That's play number one. I'm on the Tennessee Titans plus the three and a half against the LA Chargers. I'm on the Houston Texans plus the one against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm on the Jacksonville Jaguars, plus the three against the Kansas City Chiefs. I had to pay a minus 115 juice on that one. I'm on the LA Rams, plus the eight. That's a big number at home against the San Francisco 49ers. I'm on the Arizona Cardinals, plus the five and a half against the New York Giants. I'm on the New England Patriots, plus the two and a half against the Miami Dolphins. I'm on the Carolina Panthers, plus the three and a half against the New Orleans Saints. I had to also pay a little juice on that one at a minus 115. And I'm on the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus the two against the Cleveland Browns. So my system of playing every home underdog in the NFL, getting put to the test in week two. So after only having six home underdogs in week number one, nine of them here in week two. So we'll find out how the system does this week. I'll also be locking in the first quarter unders. I'll do that on the podcast for tomorrow. I'm still line shopping, waiting for a few numbers to post and move around a little bit before I can lock those in. Now let's get to the card for Major League Baseball. We start with the first five money line. It's the San Diego Padres at the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I'm going to grab the Padres on the money line here at the plus 130. So Lance Lynn goes for the Dodgers. He had three really good starts, but now he appears to be struggling again after giving up eight runs over four and two-thirds innings against the Marlins. So his last two starts, he's gone nine innings and given up 15 runs. Regardless of who the Padres are tossing, those numbers make this an attractive play at plus 130. The cherry on top, it's Michael Watcha going for the Padres. 11-3 and three record, a 2.99 ERA. So once again, first five, I'm on the Padres. On the money line, plus the 130. Next up, I'm playing a twin bill here. It's the Royals at the White Sox. I'm going to play game one and game two of the doubleheader over the number. I expect a long day of baseball in Chicago. I have no lines, but I'm going to play this total to the over, even if they post a Colorado-like number, I'll post my official numbers in the show notes once available. Game one of the doubleheader, it's Brady Singer going for the Royals, a 7.20 ERA over the last 30 days. Last out was against these White Sox, where he went five innings, giving up six runs. Meanwhile, Dylan Cease will go for the White Sox, a 7.57 ERA over the last 30 days. Last out against the Royals, he went five at a third innings, five runs allowed. Game two of the twin bill, it's Jordan Lyles going for the Royals, a 6.24 ERA in the season, a 6.75 ERA over the last 30 days. It's Toki Trissant going for the White Sox, a 5.55 ERA over the last 30 days. Both pitchers had the same opponent last time out, so let's get some runs once again today in Chicago. I'm playing the Royals and the White Sox over the number in game one 
and game two of the doubleheader. Then the final game on the card for me, it is the Texas Rangers at the Toronto Blue Jays. First five under the four and a half, this time around at a minus 120. So I'm stubborn as a mule. I missed on the first five under last night north of the border, but I'm back for more tonight. It's Max Scherzer on the bump for the Rangers. He's coming off a terrible start against Houston, but year-to-date, he has a 3.91 ERA, and this is the type of start they acquired him for, so I do expect good things. And then Ryu is pitching for uh, the the Blue Jays, excuse me, I can't even talk right now, and he has a 2.65 ERA over 34 innings this year after coming back from Tommy John surgery, so I think he'll be just fine as well. So let's recap my card for a Tuesday. Once again, in the National Football League, I locked in nine home underdogs, Falcons plus one and a half. Titans plus three and a half, Texans plus one, Jaguars plus three, Rams plus eight, Cardinals plus five and a half, Patriots plus two and a half, Panthers plus three and a half, and Steelers plus the two. Then a Major League Baseball for Tuesday night. I'm on the Padres, first five money line at the Dodgers. That's at a plus 130. I'm on the Royals and the White Sox over the number in both game one and game two of the doubleheader. No lines available yet. I'll put it in the show notes for you. And I'm on the Texas Rangers and the Toronto Blue Jays. First five under the four and a half runs at a minus 120. So that's your card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.